Hey, what's up, y'all? We're here. Jeremy Griffin, Germ Griffin, I'm here. We're doing another live. I'm going to let people get up in this joint. Uh, World of Controversy Podcast is on break right now. So, you know, um, we get it in with the lives. I feel fantastic today. Y'all, it's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. And uh, I, I don't get it. I didn't want to flex on people this hard on a beautiful holiday like this. But I had to flex on them. Um, shout out to Napalm. This is the brand I'm wearing today. Um, shout out to the boy Namaj. I think it's uh, spelled N-A-P, N-A-P-L-M. Sorry, podcast people. You can't really um, look at the flex. Um, I feel fantastic, though, uh, and uh, I feel great. I feel great. Um, I wanted to get a few things off my chest. Um, I said this was going to be the NFT seaweed rant the nft seaweed rant because i'm hearing so much different stuff and i don't think people are really catching what's truly going on here um so i'm gonna just tell you like this right now the working class is in a situation um between gig work economy booming past um after 2019 and um, <laughs> gig work. Okay, so gig work, and then I I also want to hit a little bit on this remdesivir a little bit too. I know I I know I kind of tease people. I say, oh, I'm gonna talk about the COVID vax. No, actually, I'm going to talk about a different um treatment for uh COVID that I think is uh unneeded. I think we have enough treatment for COVID. In fact, I will go as far to say something very controversial. COVID is easily treatable. It's not even hard. So I'm going to touch a little bit on this remdesivir thing. I might hit on the NFT scam, um, NFT exposed. Get yourself some cryptocurrency. But NFTs, they've taken it too far. I mean, it's just too far. I get the... I understand I understand the crypto thing. But the when they start hitting y'all with the NFTs, just know it's going too far. Um I am gonna touch on the seaweed with cows. They've just come out and said that uh pretty much last year we found out that seaweed does um lower methane production, the methane farts, the methane burps of um bovine cattle. Um big, big, big news. And I want to give a little bit of a pushback on a uh, article I read. It was literally called "Hold Up." Before you start getting giving seaweed the cows, hold up. And I want to just say, um, it it was an article I read. It came out this year, so January or February. It, we don't need a hold up on any measure. To make sure methane ain't coming out in them cows, first off. And second off, we don't need to hold up and wait and be patient if we got a solution to, 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 to save climate change by a small percentage, a big percentage, any percentage. Look closely at the data and let's get this thing cranking. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, let's compare the seaweed and cows to the same thing y'all did with this vaccine. Uh-oh. See, y'all don't really want me to start rapping to y'all. That vaccine came out in like three, four years. They approved it. No, excuse me. 
it came out in in 2021. It was in trial for 2020. And uh, what? They're talking about SARS-CoV-2 ain't show up until 2019? Are you ridiculous? You know how quick that came out? Got approved? Y'all taking that, but when they start showing y'all that we give the seaweed to the cow, hold up, wait a minute. Yeah, this sounds like it could save the agricultural sector of emissions, but wait one second here. We don't know if bromophobes gonna be in the milk. Have you lost your mind? And, and <laughs> it's John McFadden. I think that's the doctor. He's a dairy scientist. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a non-biased uh, science. A dairy scientist. He ain't even a bovine cattle scientist. He's a dairy scientist. Oh man, I gotta find this article. I thought was crazy. How is everybody doing today? World of Controversy podcast is coming back very soon. World of Controversy podcast is coming back very, very, very soon. Um, I, I, I'm so excited because, you know, after all them episodes, we're still going live. We're still doing lives. I'm still hitting y'all with controversy, even though it's not on the platform we thought. Me and my brother was just talking. I think... Uh, I think I might be under a shadow ban. And he was telling me, I don't see your content. When, when did you do this? When did you do that? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm going to be honest, Jared. I think I might be under that. Uh, <laughs> I think I might be under that shadow ban. I don't know. And he said, yo, it, it could be true. It could be true. So when you get real people like me spitting game at y'all, just know not everyone's going to see it. Make sure y'all share. Make sure you hear me out. I'm looking for the article today, and um, I'm going to touch on this seaweed thing because I think people don't understand how important it is that we change the diet the cattle. People think, oh, Germ, you crazy. Who cares about what they're feeding the cattle? This is one of the most defining factors to the emissions coming out of the, um, the agricultural sector. What them cows are flipping eating, what those sheep are eating. Because I think it started with the sheep. They started feeding the darn sheep some of this seaweed stuff. And they were like, okay, the emissions are low. Right? All right. Now, this says, now, this is an article called Hold Off for Now on Feeding Seaweed to Cows to Reduce Methane. It comes from the Hill and is written by Joseph McFadden. Joseph McFadden. Now, he gives a lot of good science. I appreciate it. He goes as far to say certain seaweeds may not have the same effect. Red seaweed has been praised. It, is, it goes on to say red seaweed has been praised for inhibiting methane production by, from cattle by more than 80% because of its high bromophone content. In contrast, seaweed, brown seaweed, has a lower bromophone content. Okay, so let me stop it right there. This goes into good detail about certain seaweeds may not having all the all the benefits that other seaweeds do, and they feed it to cattle. This happens. You feed the red one to cattle. This happens. That's great. Where the heck are you getting this data, sir? Where the heck are you getting this data, sir? I thought we just found out that seaweed was going to affect 
the darn methane and cattle just a year ago, less than a year ago. Where are you getting the data that the red stuff is somehow better than the brown stuff? That's the first stupid thing that he said. All right, Joseph McFadden, let's keep reading. He goes far to say, bromophone from seaweed may also have an ozone-depleting effect, but its impact is not fully understood. Well, whoop-dee-doo. Y'all don't even know what bromophone is doing to our ozone layer. And you're telling us to hold off on feeding the cattle seaweed because we don't know. We don't know what, what it's going to do to the ozone layer. It's retarded. It's stupid. It doesn't even make sense. We already know that red seaweed is going to beneficially affect climate change and negatively, uh, actually it's going to do a negative effect on the emissions that is coming from the agricultural sector, correct? And his point is that, oh, bromophone, bromophone, we don't even know if it's really going to affect the ozone, so hold off on it. No, no, we're done. We're done. Is that bromophone worse than methane, sir? Did you do the risk calculation? And this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. If you want to give us the science, go ahead, give us the science. But don't be, dude, this is early in the game. You don't even have your facts straight talking about, oh, hold off on feeding the cows. <laughs> hold off on feeding the cows seaweed. Feeding the cows seaweed might actually be the only reason that we're going to be able to eat cattle years from now. And I want to say this because I know a lot of people don't peep the game when I say this. A lot of y'all are going to be vegetarian and or eating lab meat within the next 20 years. Within the next 20 years. Get ready. People going to the barbecue, people going to the store, buying a hamburger, cheese, and whatever, bacon. Nah, that will not be the case in 20 years. Mark my words. I've been trying to tell cats this for the longest. That This isn't how this thing works. The, you got to see into the future. They've been trying to tell us about climate change. They've been trying to tell us about... Everything the agricultural sector has been doing to our planet, way more than just the earth. I mean, way more than just the atmosphere. We're talking about erosion. We're talking about dead sea zones, sea dead, ocean dead zones. That means that there's a whole plot of the gosh dang ocean that no fish are living in. No algae, nothing. And it's because the fertilizer from the agricultural sector. Wake up, people. I'm serious. And then we got these cats out here. He's a dairy scientist. About, oh, we don't know if the bromophone going to get in the milk. We don't know if the milk production is going to get low. Sir, do you comprehend that in the next 10 years, if we were really serious about climate change, there will be no dairy. There will be no cheese. There will be no beef. We should have shut that sector down 10 years ago. 10 gosh dang years ago. Period. Period. You worried about the seaweed that they feed into them cattle? How about you go out there and do some gosh dang research on it, sir? 
Don't be telling people to hold off on that seaweed. This sector is, um, we're amazed that the agricultural sector is still holding up after all these wokies are out here talking about vaccines and other stuff. Why can't we figure out a way to shut down dairy that is getting subsidized by our government? Period. It's not even like it's the free market. We're talking about a substance that is literally getting subsidized. How, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, sir. D D McFadden or whoever else got something to say about seaweed and giving it to cattle. I'm going to help everyone else right now. We'll stop feeding the gosh dang cattle seaweed if the government stops paying for sometimes, what, over half of the milk in production. Look it up. Look it up. There's some years where the government was paying for, I believe, over half the milk. It was just too much milk. Y'all got all these cows. We got all these farmers. Oh, you know what? Let's rescue the sector. So the government comes in and buys the milk. And you people question why they stuff milk on the my plate. They stuff milk onto the food pyramid. They stuff milk down your kids' um, uh, uh, schools. You always get a little carton of chocolate milk. Have you ever thought why? It's because the government done bought so much milk to keep that sector going. They're just practically giving it out. I mean, literally. It's not. I'm not joking. So if y'all don't want seaweed in your milk, how about we just stop the milk, stop the beef production, or the government stop subsidizing these products? If you knew the real price of milk, none of y'all will be drinking no milk, period. Oh, Jerm, what you talking about? Milk is already hot. I go to the store and I can get a gallon for three, four dollars. Have you lost your mind? You know how much a gallon of milk costs if the government wasn't subsidizing it? I argue closer to ten. Ten bucks. Probably. I gotta do the research on it. I don't know how much it would be. Alright, I talked about the sea moss thing, right? The seaweed thing, excuse me, sea moss. That's a whole nother uh that's a whole nother thing. I do want to hit on this NFT thing, and then I'll get onto the Redemzavir. Redemzavir. I told you I was gonna hit on gig workers and stuff. Hopefully, I can hit on that another day. Let's let's just. I might hop on that today. I don't know. Let's hop right into this NFT thing. Um, I've been telling people about cryptocurrency for a while. Get yourself some cryptocurrency. Get the cryptocurrency, okay? Get yourself some Bitcoin. Get yourself some this and that. And again, it's not the best for the environment, but you know, it's a major key. Get yourself some cryptocurrency because we don't know if the American dollar is really going to hold up for as long as it has been all them years in the past. We have a central bank. The world has a central bank now. There's a world central bank, okay? The world bank, what you thought the world bank was. So that's the Illuminati controlling the bread of every country, right? Look it up. The world bank is the central bank for the entire planet, all right? 
So pretty much all the other central banks, there's a central bank in Ghana, there's a central bank in Australia, there's a central bank in Europe, there's a central bank in, in uh, Panama. And let's say they're all connected to the World Bank, all the different currencies. And this is why some of these Forex people, sometimes they make sense and sometimes I'm like, okay, let's think about what you're talking about. Different currencies. It's all one currency. Y'all don't cop. Y'all don't understand that yet. You go to the Philippines with the U.S. dollar and they say you're a millionaire over there. Nah, the fact that you can buy stuff with the U.S. dollar over there shows you that this is all just talk about the same bread, the same currency. We're valuing stuff at different rates in different countries. And that's why I want some of y'all to comprehend value versus currency. And that's where we go to the non-fungible tokens. An NFT is a non-fungible token. If you have not heard this yet, I'm not the one to be talking to. But I feel like I knew about this a little bit more than a little bit earlier than some of y'all did. Right? We got this metaverse stuff popping up. But before a lot of people even were keep peeping the metaverse, we had these NFTs. And the NFT pretty much is a GIF or a picture um, uh, that an artist makes, okay? It, 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 it even goes beyond art, but a lot of these NFTs today, it's just a GIF, a small clip that you can download, you buy it with Ethereum, and you have it. But here's the key. These are high for absolutely no reason, period. I couldn't even buy an NFT. And let me tell you this, a lot of people are talking about this in money laundering. A lot of people are pretty much saying that the price is inflated. And another thing about NFTs is that it's almost a game of hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Let's say you buy an NFT from an artist. I'm making NFTs. I'm making these little gifs. They're funny. They're cute. Okay, I want to sell my NFT for $3,000. Person comes up into the studio and say, well, Germ, you got an NFT. I'll buy that, Germ. I say, well, really, I got five, six NFTs. And, and they say, okay, well, I want the red one. I want the blue one. I want the green one. Oh, well, that's three out of my five. Here, buy them. This person buy them. They buy three of my NFTs. Peep the game. What is wrong with people? You don't make your money back after you have the three of my NFTs until you sell my NFTs to someone else. What you're looking at is, is a piece of art with supposed value that never gets taken to, to the re to actually it never even manifests into the real world until you get the Ethereum back from the next person you sell it to and then transfer that Ethereum into the USD or whatever currency you got here in this country. Let's say I did get an NFT from Germ. Okay, Germ, I want your NFT. Oh, uh, I'm selling my NFT for $50,000. $50,000 NFT? What is it? Um, it's a picture of my face and a mic. Okay, I want the NFT. All right, here. Here go the NFT. He downloaded the NFT. That's the only one, supposedly. Even though anybody could take a gosh dang picture of my face and a mic. Y'all peep the game. Anybody. 
and post it on their page. Be like, oh yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I got the NFT of uh, Germ. Germ, I got the NFT. No, that ain't the NFT. We got a smart contract. Wait a minute, Germ. Now, what's a smart contract? It means that when I sold the NFT, there's an electronic contract between my account and the person I sold it to, Ethereum account. Peep the game. That smart contract is connected to that NFT for the rest of eternity. The next person sell the NFT to another person. The next NFT, the next person sell the NFT to the next person. And a smart contract is calculating every single transaction. It's connected to the NFT. I know who bought it first, who sold it first, who the next person who bought it, who the next person who bought it. And that's why it's a non-fungible token. Because, yeah, I could take a picture of Germ with a mic, but it doesn't have the smart contract connected. You're not buying a picture or art. You're buying a smart contract with Ethereum. And that's literally nothing. What I just said, that sentence I just blurted it out means nothing. I bought a smart contract. Oh, so what you're saying is that I bought a piece of paper and I signed my name at the bottom. No, you can't see it. It's all on the blockchain. Wait, well, what's the blockchain? I ain't got to explain everything. Look some of this stuff up. I'm serious. Look it up. Because, listen, it's 2022. There's, they're about to start running game up on people. Oh, buy this NFT is worth $5,000. Now you $5,000 richer. No, you are not. No, you're not. You have something that when I sold it was worth $5,000 to you. When you want to sell it to someone else, that person may not think it's $5,000 and it's $2,000. Running around here with all these pictures of apes. If y'all don't wake up and peep the game, they drew an ape and gave it a different style of clothing. How the heck is that worth over $50,000? It's 2022 when a picture of an ape is worth over 3800 Eight, I don't know how much these things are sold. I don't think it hit a million yet. They might have hit a million. I don't know. At this point, you're buying nothing. And when you're keeping it, guess what? <laughs> that next person going to have to think it's worth the same value or more for you to get your money back. Period. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Get yourself some crypto. Get yourself some Ethereum. I ain't even got Ethereum. I could have told you what cryptos I got. I got some uh, uh, Bitcoin. I got some um, uh, Litecoin. Um, and I got some Ripple XRP. Get you some of them. But if you want to get into the NFT game, go ahead. Just know you're buying the smart contract. That's what you're actually buying. Just for your name to be on a list. On the books of everyone that has owned this picture, this GIF, whatever. Right? And then 
selling it to someone for hopefully the same value, if not more. That's my rant on NFTs, and it's exposed because I don't think a lot of people peeping the game. All these rappers out here with these profile pictures and these apes, man, that's the game. That's just to make you think they have something that you don't have. You have everything in the materialistic world. But because you ain't got an NFT, you're not as cool as Ghana. Have you lost your mind? Have you lost it? Stop playing around with this thing. They're trying to bring you into the future. The Great Reset is partially about putting value on absolutely nothing. That's what the whole thing about the vaccine was. Value. That's what the thing about the mask. You know, I don't talk about the mask thing enough. Or, and I don't like talking about mask thing. What you think the cloth mask was about? The cloth mask was about showing y'all that I am a valued citizen in this society. So y'all need to respect me. I'm wearing my mask. Let me go into your facilities. That mask comes to find out means absolutely nothing. And they already told y'all that the cloth mask mean nothing. Then why the heck do they not let you into the stores unless you're wearing one? Wake them up. Am I saying something today or no? Wake them up. That vaccine, you can still get COVID, but unless you show me your card, you can't come in. The Great Reset is partially about putting value on things that mean absolutely nothing. You bought $5,000, put $5,000 of your actual money, and money is really meaning nothing, okay? Money ain't nothing either, but that's a different story. You put $5,000 of your money that you could have bought stuff in the material world with. You put it into a picture of a monkey, ape, or whatever else Gary V is selling y'all. Because y'all see that the rich people got it. Man, the rich people got a lot of BS. Wake them up. The key is to make them think that you ain't got it and that you're going to put value on it. I just bought this shirt. I think this shirt looks great. I think the shirt looks fantastic. Shout out to Namaj. Young, black, alumni to the same high school I went to. Okay? It's a black-owned business. I, I put the value on it, and I think it looks great. I already got a compliment. Ain't no one complimenting you on no NFT. It's a community, germ. It's a community. What community? You don't know these people. They all got pictures of apes. Oh, we met on the metaverse, germ chill. What do you mean? They're not real. What happened to tangibles? That's what the whole reparations movement was about. When did the working class get so caught up in pineapples? Do y'all peep the reference? I'm about to throw y'all some game. There was a time that a pineapple... They didn't eat pineapples. Rich people used to bring a pineapple, walk them over to another rich person's house, and go to the dinner party and just say, hey, I got this pineapple. Plop it right on your front desk, on your porch, whatever, just to show people you're rich. Pineapples used to cost a bunch of money. They didn't even eat them. Sometimes there was cultures that did not eat them. You think the working class, poor people, Poor working people, the welfare class is caring about pineapples? 
No, if, if a working class welfare person got that pineapple, guess what they would have done? They would have grabbed that joint, chomped it up, eat it. Bring some value. Turn in something from the materialistic world, the physical world, the clout world, and putting it back into the chemical energy. You can't do that with no NFT, man. You can't do it unless you begin to transfer that NFT, sell it to someone who happens to be stupid enough to buy it like, yo, uh-oh. And then transfer it from Ethereum into USD or whatever currency you're, um, you uh, hold in your country. This is the type of stuff we got to really talk about because they're about to throw so much game. You know, in other countries, they got the virtual girlfriends and stuff. <laughs> virtual girlfriend. So what you doing with a virtual girlfriend? I'm so serious. What what do you do with... And this is what I'm saying. Uh, Neopets. Remember, Neopets, that may have been one of the steps. Mochi Monster, Neopets, Beanie Babies. It means nothing. You're buying a bunch of stuffed animals. We're poor. We're out here doing gig work. Y'all worried about an NFT. Oh, it's the new thing, Germ. It's the future. No, the future is getting these rule, the ruling class off of our back. The only future I'm trying to see is a decolonized future. Y'all buying NFTs from Logan, Jake, and whatever white person calling themselves rich on YouTube today. Wake them up. It means nothing. We got poor people down in downtown Philly. You think they worried about an NFT? You think they're worried about pineapples? No. And worry about getting their next meal. <sighs> oh, I feel good today. Last thing I really want to hit on, and I, I want to hit on the gig economy thing, but I, I want to hit on this COVID remdesivir thing. And I'm already heated a little bit. I feel fantastic. Weather Controversy Podcast is coming soon. Uh, season three is coming soon. I'm super excited. Last point I want to hit. And I want to hit on this fast. <clears throat> COVID and remdesivir. Oh, gosh. Okay. So if you didn't hear, <laughs> after all this controversy about the vaccine, after all of this, oh, it works. Oh, it don't work. Oh, it's the best thing to protect you. Oh, it's, first, it's the best vaccine to ever come out. Oh, Lordy, you can't go here without it. Oh, Lordy, you can't go there without it. After all these years of me spitting game at people, people spitting game at me, and people yelling about this being a part of the vaccine, this not being a part of the vaccine and crap, let me tell you this. I find it funny because we got another player on the block and it's going up against J and J is going up against, uh, AstraZeneca, uh, Vaxart. I've been trying to tell people about Vaxart. People ain't want to listen. There's other vaccines between, besides J and J AstraZeneca and the other two that I won't even name. All right. Remdenosvir. Redenosvir, Remdesivir, Redesivir, whatever it's called. I really don't care because no one should be taking this drug. It's an antiviral that you can take 
and they're considering it uh, adenosine uh, analog. Now, I'm about to get deep into some science here, so let me break it down. <clears throat> your, uh, your, uh, pretty much your body, uh, including RNA, okay, RNA is made up of about uh, four different nucleotides, all right? Adenosine is one of the nucleotides. It's the A, a part of like the whole, I don't know, chain BS that they told us was happening, the helio fix or whatever it's called, double helix, I think they call it all of that. DNA, RNA, adenosine is a part of all that. It's one out of four nucleotides, nucleosides, one of the two. Remdesivir is literally a fake adenosine. So it's a fake nucleoside that they put into your body you swallow whatever you take it it's fake <laughs> and let me tell you about the mechanism on this this is where things get funny as heck so you take remdesivir right and supposedly when you have covid SARS-CoV-2 it goes into your body and uh it start messing up the the cells. It's like, oh man, okay, I need this to create more of myself. I need this to create more. I'm going into the nucleus. SARS-CoV-2 goes into the nucleus, gets into your cells, and start messing stuff up. It needs RNA, it needs DNA, and these nucleotides, and these sugars, and need whatever it needs to keep replicating whatever, right? So it gets into your body, and since you taking redinosphere. <laughs> SARS-CoV-2 sees this fake adenosine and starts putting it into whatever mechanism it needs to replicate. The only thing it can't replicate because you got fake adenosine up in your body. So instead of taking real natural adenosine to create more of itself, it's taking this fake adenosine and it replicates, I think, once or twice, two, three times, whatever that means. <laughs> and then it stops. So it inhibits the replication to a certain extent of the RNA process. It, it inhibits um, uh, the RNA replication of SARS-CoV-2, whatever that even means. The point is that this is the drug that our FDA has approved. Everything I've been talking like Vaxart, like I don't know ivermectin, like the other thing. I'm not even gonna mention that hydrochloric. I'm not even gonna finish that statement off for the Q and People will be, they might get an orgasm or something on the line. You know what I mean? So I'm not gonna mention that drug, but ivermectin and uh, Vaxart. Now I've been talking about Vaxart, ivermectin. I'm for too. And bitter cola. Now listen, bitter cola stops the physical, stops the replication because it's a physical barrier in your gosh dang throat. The the pH in your throat will not allow viruses and bacteria to replicate. All of this, Vaxart been out since warp speed, back when Trump was in office. That ain't get approved, but somehow. This crazy behind drug remdesivir, remdesivir gets approved. And I'm not lying. It got approved like in October. I literally fake nucleotides up in your body 
to trick out SARS-CoV-2, all of this bait and switch. They bait and switched. They they did a bait and switch about the COVID numbers. They did a bait and switch about the masks. They did a bait and switch about the vaccine. They did a bait and switch about this, that. They did a bait and switch about everything. Now they're bait and switching SARS-CoV-2. They get SARS-CoV-2 in there. And guess what? The bait and switch happens for the actual virus. They say, you know what? We're done bait and switching everybody in the whole planet how about we just do the bait and switch on the gosh dang virus itself so the virus in you and the virus think it's one thing to replicate takes it and then can't replicate no more this is the drug that they got approved if i'm not lying look this stuff up and i and i'm, I'm actually hype about this one because i don't think enough people are talking about this and I've said it before earlier in the live. I'm gonna say it again. I don't care how controversial it is. I'm never. I'm not taking that vaccine. And I think COVID-19 is one of the easiest things to treat. I don't understand what people. What's wrong with people? I don't care about the death rate. I'm talking about treatment of SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19. Easy. I'm not even saying it's. Bro, it's y'all don't understand how easy this thing is to treat. If we literally stop the pH level of your throat and lungs, you can stop the replication of this thing. Period. If you neutralize a virus literally in your mouth, and that's why I was chewing bitter cola, it was too bitter for any bacteria to get on. Now, granted, I did get SARS-CoV too. You know what I mean? I did get. I did get what they're calling COVID, and I think it was COVID. I couldn't breathe, and I knew it was COVID because I couldn't smell and I couldn't taste. I, I would have probably just called it a common cold, but the smell and taste thing, I knew something was up, all right? The point is that bitter cola is a natural nut. It ain't have to get approved by anything. It, we won't need no adverse effects. We won't need no side effects to bitter cola. I've been telling people take that bitter cola. Vaxart. I don't talk as much about Vaxart because that's starting to be a money grab too. Vaxart, let me tell you, Vaxart has been around since time warp and Trump ain't take it. Pence ain't take it. Fauci ain't take it. Vaxart, you spray on your mouth and throat and again... Stops the replication. Now, I don't know if that affects the pH as much as it targets the actual virus. The point is, Vaxart, look it up, V-A-X-A-R-T, another vaccine that has not been approved yet, okay? Um, and again, I don't even know if I really want to call that a vaccine because they changed the definition. Is that actually making you immune? No. That's not making you immune to SARS-CoV-2. So I don't even want to call Vaxar a vaccine, but they're calling it a vaccine, whatever. So that didn't get approved. Bitter cola, y'all still act like y'all don't want to chew bitter cola. And then ivermectin. Ivermectin is a treatment. It will not make you, it will not make you immune. It is not a vaccine. But um, if you take it early enough in your SARS-CoV-2 journey, um, you can, it will stop, um, uh, incredible uh, severe disease. I do believe ivermectin, if you use it early enough, it does stop um, uh, severe disease and even death.
So ivermectin, if you use it early enough, it is a treatment to be used. People act like they don't want to use it. Um, I don't even know if it's approved for SARS-CoV-2 or uh, for COVID. And that's the other thing. Oh, it got to be approved for this. It got to be approved for that. Listen, I want whatever Trump took because that boy was out that hospital in less than a week. I don't care what y'all say. Did he take Vaxart? Did he? Because I can tell you this. He probably ain't take no Pfizer or no Moderna. He probably ain't take AstraZeneca. He took treatments. So I know whatever he took is out there. It's easily treatable. They're just not letting the working class know that. They're telling y'all about these vaccines running up game. Hydrochloroquine, I'm not even going to talk about that. People take that to a whole nother level. You know, I got to do my research on hydrochloroquine. You know, talk to my pillow dude, uh, Mike Lindell, about all that. The point is that um, I feel fantastic. I got a new podcast coming out. I just wanted to rant, you know what I mean, get some stuff off my chest. I might do this again tomorrow. I mean, uh, <laughs> Monday, cheese. Um, uh, World of Controversy Season 2. Gosh, dang, it's coming out very soon. Um, Germ Griffin's recording archive. So I'm putting these lives onto Anchor. It's got me on Spotify. It's got me on Apple. It's got me on Google. Everywhere you can get a podcast. It's coming soon. We're going to have the adverse um reactions live i did with the cherry brothers that's gonna be on there i'm gonna get the savage panel live up there that should be on there um and this live will probably be on there so i'm i'm feeling fantastic um got some good stuff coming and uh check check out the rest of the work you know what i mean a lot of people doing a lot of good work maybe i'll hit on the good gig workers i don't know y'all gotta let me know if y'all really want me to break down how this gig work economy is going y'all think it's a good thing or a bad thing i don't know listen everyone have a good day keep your heads up and i'm out have a good um have a very 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 good valentine's day um like i said i ain't want to really put on the drip like that for people but you know i mean it's a good day um them Bengals lost yesterday though too all right peace have a good day all right y'all